it is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly, guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce you to the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. How y'all doing? Nanu, nanu. Welcome, welcome. Woo! Hey, man. This is kind of cool. It is, it is. Sounds like the dang weather, man. Old man winter will not leave. Go to the islands. Go south, man. Get away. (laughs) Goodness it, gracious. It is. It has been beautiful. Ah, oh, not here. It's Uh-oh. been cold. I mean, we get we get the warm days. You know, we're, um, we're up in the 80s, mm-hmm. you know, low 70s, 80s. And then all of a sudden, here comes another front. And we're back in the low 60s and the 40s. And, man, down here in Houston, if for everybody that lives here, we know when it gets cold, mm-hmm. when you get that coldness in the air, that dampness and the, the humidity, it doesn't matter what you put on. That dampness gets into your bones and just chills you all the way. You know? I mean, we're in the car with the heater on, the seat warmers on, our parkas, our coats. You know, we're ready to go shovel snow somewhere. And it's just like, (laughs) dang, it's chilly, man. And that is at uh, what, 40 degrees? About 50. (laughs) No sympathy. I mean, 50, we're just like, light jacket, short sleeve shirt. And we are I so know. excited. We're so excited. Y'all are crazy. There's We're something just... wrong with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> us Texas folk, we'll say that. Y'all, man, us, especially us Southern Texas folk, man, we're like, you. But then when it's 100 degrees, we're out there going, oh, rejoice. It's beautiful. You know, and everybody else is like, I'm melting. I'm melting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious, goodness gracious. But we're doing good, man. We're doing good. It's uh, We're going to do a sweet little show. <laughs> no pun intended. I've gotten into the uh, the Joanna Fluke stories, you know, the murder mysteries, you know, mm-hmm. the cinnamon roll murders or the red cupcake murder or blah, blah, blah. Right. So um, one of the little recipes we're going to do, I, I pulled out of there because it's kind of a cool, fun little recipe. And it does. It, it adds a little uh, a little extra pizzazz, if you will, to the dish. Mm-hmm. And another recipe we're doing is from a, a friend of mine way up yonder in... Gosh, where is he at? Michigan, Minnesota, Philadelphia, no. Pennsylvania, I think somewhere. He's, he's in he's in Pa, PA somewhere. Pa, I think you're right. I think he is a Pa. Yeah. Up there, where I don't know. All I know is it it sounds cold. <laughs> 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 but uh, it's Tom Klaus, a good friend of ours, and he turned us onto this recipe some years back. And I thought, you know what? We're gonna make those two. It's brownies, and you'll be amazed at how easy they are to make. Only three ingredients. And they're delicious. And like he and I were talking, and the hardest part of this recipe is waiting. Once you pull them out of the oven, you've got to wait like an hour oh, to eat them. No. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Really? 
your nose is going, your mouth's watering, you drink a gallon of milk just waiting for it, because you're like, <laughs> oh, you can smell it. But we're going to add a little twist to it, too, so we'll, we'll talk about that, you know, and get back. But, uh, yeah, you want to definitely stick around for these, because they're super simple, very easy to make, and um, about five times as delicious as they are easy to make. How about that? I love it. But other than that, girl, it's almost May. Like we said, Mother's Day is May the... 13th, I believe. 12th or 13th. It's the second weekend in May, so don't forget mom. Don't do it. Wouldn't don't be advisable. It. No, no. Hey, um, plus, uh, Jeremy called in. He listens to us out in Virginia on the Virginia Voice. Mm -hmm. He wanted to tell Lynette kudos on the song. He loves the new intro song. Oh, nice. And I also heard from Carol. She listens to us um, through our archives. She goes there and listens to us. She loves the intro, too. Nice. So it's cool, man. All right. Way to go, Lynette. Thank you for our song, man. We love it, too. We do. We do. It, it's it's such a great, like, you hear it, and you're up and bopping around. Yeah, man. Holy moly. Guacamole. <laughs> One of my favorites, but anyway. So uh, anyway, Cheryl, old Mo goes to, goes to preaching, and uh, he's in there, and preacher does his thing and at the end of the service the preacher calls for anybody that wants to be prayed on and needs some help to come on up mm -hmm. so Mo gets in line rolls on up there and finally the preacher gets to him he's last in line and says sir what can I pray for you with what can I help you what can I pray for you for and Mo says my hearing sir my hearing and the preacher says, yes, and he sticks a finger in his ear and puts a hand on his head, and he's praying over Mo and praying over him, and he whoo, jumps back and says, tell me, son, how's your hearing? And Mo says, I don't know, sir, my hearing's not till next week. <laughs> 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 oh, shoot, I like that one. That was a cute one. That was a cute one. All right, y'all, hang on to your hats and come on back. We're going to take a short little break. We're going to come back, and we're going to do... Uh, Tom Klaus's three ingredient brownies with a little twist. And uh, we're also going to do this cool little recipe. Uh, we're going to take jello and put a little pizzazz in it. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. Now, more of the show with your host. Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We are back. You're going to love this recipe, y'all. This is a recipe for, I don't know what you want to call them, quickie brownies, delicious brownies, Tom's brownies. <laughs> they are um, out of sight. I'm in the pantry here trying to find, there it is. I need a gallon-size Ziploc bag because oh. we need to crush up these graham crackers. Oh. We need 16 ounces, that's by weight, of crushed graham crackers. So what I've got, I've got a box of them. Now, they make graham crackers already crushed up. But you've got to watch them because they're not 16 ounces. Uh. They're only about 13 ounces. And so it's fun. And I mean, it's sort of fun crushing them up yourself. Yeah, so. I'm just going to pop them in a... Now, if you have a food processor, mm -hmm. you can throw them in there with your um, metal blade, your S-blade, and just whack them. But putting them in a Ziploc, you want to make sure you get the air out of the Ziploc. Okay. Otherwise, as you're crushing them, 
your zip will unlock and pop. Oh. And then you're going to have graham crackers everywhere. Reminds me back when we, <laughs> back in college, we used to go out, you know, after going out and bar hopping a little bit, dancing and stuff, we'd go eat dinner. I don't know who it was that got the idea to see how many crackers they could stuff in their mouth at one time. I bet you it oh, wasn't a girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> but go on with the story, yes. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, there's one package. I've got one package of these crushed up. I just put them in the Ziploc, y'all, and just crushed them with the palm of my hand. And um, we'll see how we did. Yeah, there's there's a couple big pieces, but... I'm just kind of filtering through them now with my fingertips, looking for maybe some bigger pieces that we missed. And, uh, crush those down. But, yeah, so, you know, we put a, like, first guy put, like, six in his mouth, you know? And what happens is, man, that sucks up all your, all your saliva. <laughs> so you're all dry mouth, you know? And then everybody's trying to make you laugh. Well, when you bite down on them, you end up crushing them all. You know, especially in the middle. But there's nothing wet in the middle. So if somebody laughs and they laugh out, you know, and exhale, poof, cracker crumbs go everywhere. Oh. Yeah, we were asked to leave. <laughs> <laughs> if only we would have gotten our food first. Yeah, that would have been a better option. <laughs> then maybe they wouldn't have been so quick to kick us out. <laughs> That's all right. But the key was, don't laugh. Mm-hmm. You know? But, yeah, that was craziness. And then, of course, your food comes, and anyway. Let <laughs> <laughs> me open another package of these here. Now, this little recipe is cool. It calls for one 16-ounce box of graham crackers, two cans of sweetened condensed milk, and then... Um, one 10-ounce bag of, or actually 12 ounces of, um, that's two cups of chocolate chips. Now, the way we're going to change this recipe up a little bit is we're going to use a cup of chocolate chips, and we're going to use a cup. See, you can hear me crushing these down here. Mm. I'm just using the palm of my hand. You can use a glass to roll over these or a rolling pin. Um, if you have a meat tenderizer, usually the tenderizer's got a kind of a rough side and it's got a a smooth side. You can use that to kind of smash them down. But um, that's all there is to it. With the, with the peanut butter, what I like about those is I don't really mix the chips up that much. So you might get a bite that's all chocolate. Mm-hmm. You know, your next bite might be all peanut butter. Mm. Then your next bite might be that really good tasting one right in the middle. It tastes like a peanut butter cup. Ooh, ooh yum, yum, yum. Let me get this next batch here. Now, one thing with these, Graham, when we go to mix this up, y'all, mm-hmm. this is a a mess. It's a sturdy mixture. <laughs> it's like mixing concrete. It, this is one of those ones where you're going to want to wash your hands, take all your jewelry off, yeah. and just get your hands into it. Yeah. 
that that's or else you i think i i st the first time we tried this i um did it and i managed maybe one stir with the wooden spoon and then i was like oh hands yeah <laughs> this is but but the brownies are delicious this is not to say that the, ugh, the brownies are so delicious you got to give it a try yeah in that in those hannah swinson books there's several recipes we're going to be bringing to the to the show from there we're going to try really yeah there's I mean, some, some awesome cookie ones, recipes some different, um, there's one i'm going to try to make it's the, from the apple turnover murder I want to try that one. Okay. I think that'll be kind of good. Amy. So we're just going to play with them and see, you know? Yeah. And and some of the Christmas, um, the, the mysteries that are set in the Christmas um, time have, like, recipes for meals. Yeah. Because they have if you a... haven't read any of the Joanna Fluke books, y'all, the Hannah Swinson murder mysteries, um, when they talk about making different cookies or so-and-so made a certain hot dish, which... I guess up north, a hot dish is what we call in the south a casserole. Yes. Um, uh, you, uh, they, they put the recipes in the book so you can get them. Um, and, the, and the author swore that they've tested these recipes. Yeah, I think she does. I think she's made them. Yeah, um, so they're I'm going to write to her because I've heard from her website. She does respond, but I found an error in her last book. Uh -oh. She made a reference to a previous book, and it was the wrong character that she said did the action. So. Uh. I'm going to see what happens. Okay, there's my last one. I've got one more batch of these to, to bust up here, y'all. This is a fun little step here, too, and I'm doing them just one at a time. So you mean like one, one, one package, package at a time. that usually contains how many, like four or six graham crackers? No, it? it usually contains a whole stack of them here. Yeah. I could tell you how many exactly. All right. Remember back when crackers were sold... They were in a sheet of four crackers, and you broke them apart. Oh, my gosh. That was like a long, long time ago. Remember that? Yeah. Now all the crackers are sold individually wrapped, you know, already in a single cracker. Oh. You know, not in a four-pack, not in four stuck together, you are know? Are they trying to tell us what we should be eating? <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it was just, I was like, oh, wow, I forgot about that. Hmm. Because I used to always try to break them and you know into four into the four like crackers. Like the four even parts, yeah. Yeah, I never could make it, but oh well. <laughs> That's the way she went. Okay, I'm gonna get my oven here preheated. We're gonna preheat it to 350. And these need to bake for 22 minutes exactly. You do not want to burn these. Because as anybody knows, burnt chocolate. Ooh. I think the only thing that stinks worse than burnt chocolate is burnt popcorn. Oh. That can really sort of give you an interesting face when, <laughs> when, you, <laughs> when you hit the smell. <laughs> no, that's not what I was going to be thinking of. That's good. <laughs> an interesting face. Okay. <laughs> not what I would have said, but... Well, that's why I went ahead and did it. <laughs> that's kind of the face that I, yeah, that's, but you're right. I mean, that's the face I made one time I reached in my refrigerator and thought I was grabbing a, a, a Coke, and it was a beer. Oh. Uh, I like beer, but not when you're expecting a Coke. Holy cow. <laughs> Who put that in there? Especially, I mean, when I drink beer, I like drinking it out of the bottle, you know? Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> oh, shoot.
That was pretty funny. So what? Three uh, fifty. Okay, I'm just crushing these down here. Yeah, three five zero. Okay. Three fifty. Okay. We've got us a whole big old slew here, a whole pile of of graham cracker graham cracker crumbs. <laughs> Almost made a Freudian slip. Uh oh. Graham Crapper. <laughs> Let me get our. Uh, you want semi-sweet chocolate chips, mm -hmm. okay? And then you also want. Uh, yeah. Now you can use great, just regular, just regular chocolate chips. Mm -hmm. uh, you can use chocolate chips and white chocolate. You can use white chocolate. You can. Pretty much. Do it however you want to do it. Get this bag open. Open sesame. Now something I've started doing too, y'all, for bags like this when I open them, mm -hmm. is I've started to save rubber bands. Oh, that's a good idea. And then I'll roll these down. Roll the bag, you know, fold it over and roll it down. And then use the rubber band to secure it in place and just hold it closed and I didn't do it here but I sure should have didn't even think about that what? of making sure I open the end opposite where the barcode is uh. so I don't fold the barcode over so when I use my ID mate to You'll know what this is mm -hmm. But, you know, with chocolate chips, though... You can feel them. Well, it's kind of nice just to open it up and find out what kind of chip it is. <laughs> Let me just take a snack on that. Let me take a taste. <laughs> is it... Oh, or is it... Uh, or is it... Uh, oh. Because I keep usually keep raspberry chips. I keep sometimes butterscotch. Kind of depending on what we're making. White right. chocolate. Of course, chocolate chips. Chocolate mm -hmm. chocolate. Mm -hmm. Got to keep those handy. Okay. Let me get the peanut butter chips out. We're going to do the same with that. Just a, a cup. If you go over, that's all right. And I've tried making these folks different ways. I've tried incorporating the, the um, condensed milk and then adding in little by little the crushed graham crackers. Mm -hmm. I've tried a little at a time, a little at a time. It, it doesn't matter how you oh, do it. It's okay. still like <laughs> it's still like mixing concrete. Uh, it's still. Go ahead and use your hands. <laughs> oh yeah, totally use your hands. Yes, do not use a mixer. You will burn it out. And you'll understand, if anybody's ever made these before or worked with condensed milk, you'll understand. Yeah. Stuff is thick and nasty. But good once it comes out of the oven. Delicious. Oh You're like, wow. So I'm going to go ahead and add another cup of half and half here of the peanut butter and the chocolate chips. A little is good, a lot is better. Now we're just going to add a few more here. 
to use them up. These were smaller bags that we purchased. Um, we couldn't find the 12 ounce bag. Hmm. Then they had the Grande 24 ounce bag. That's for making a whole big old batch of chocolate chip cookies. Wow, that's very nice. Ah, oh, but spring is coming, Cheryl. I cannot wait. It is coming. I can tell. Veggies. Oh, the be nice to buy a zucchini that's bigger than a cigar <laughs> or a small cigarette. That will be very nice. I mean, I love potatoes, but it will be nice to stop getting sweet potatoes and to stop getting beets. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, being here in... in Texas, we get a lot of stuff that comes up from the valley, you mm -hmm. know, uh, but still it's not, it's just lacking in size. It is a bit smaller. I've got my a 9 by 13 cake pan here. I'm going to spray it down with some Pam. Get it ready. And uh, why don't we take a little break? We're going to come back and mix this all up and throw it in the oven. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to Cooking in the Dark, our show all about sweets. Sweet, sweet. Sweet, a little, a little sweetness or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. A lot of sweetness. Yes. All right. I'm emptying out the condensed milk here. There's one can. All right. Here's the second can. And can you remind us how big are those cans? I believe they're 14 ounces. Oh, okay. It's pretty much a standard condensed milk, you okay. know, sweetened condensed mm -hmm. milk. And you want to use sweetened. You don't want to use um, just evaporated milk. Right. Now, different uh, texture or const uh, concentrate. I don't know if that's the right word. Well, the evaporated milk is, is um, not sweetened. Right. And it's not as thick. It's too liquidy. Yeah. Very liquidy. This is just nice and sticky. Now I'm just working this, y'all, just digging down on the bottom, flipping it over, and I am slowly but surely getting my <laughs> rock working here. <laughs> so I'm just kind of mixing up the masses here and lifting up, flipping over, lifting up, flipping over. And as this happens, I mean, as this goes on, what you're actually mixing up becomes just a big old solid glob, I guess, if you will. The, the condensed milk works as a an adhesive. Oh, <laughs> uh, it does. It is. It is. I mean, it just kind of sticks it all together. So just keep working this. I mean, I actually feel like now I'm kneading bread instead of mixing up a brownie dough. This will not feel like any brownie dough you've ever made before. 
And as I dig down to the bottom, I'm kind of feeling and looking for any anything in the bottom that's not getting mixed in. But now we've got it pretty much all incorporated, all blended in here. So what we're going to do is take this big rock, <laughs> our big mixture, and just plop it into our cookie pan, our, our cake pan, and then smooth it out to where it's as level as we can get it, and then pop it in the oven and let it bake. <laughs> bake, bake, bake. <laughs> okay. Get our cookie. Sh our, I keep calling it cookie. I'm sorry. It's a cake pan. I'm using a glass cake pan also. Here we go. Just take this big old glob, plop it right in there. Now just kind of push it down and flatten it down. I put it right in the middle, and now I'm just kind of working it to the edges and just pressing it down. There's a little bit more in here that I can squeeze out. Not much, though, just a few little crumbs. As it bakes, it will kind of tend, because what we're going to be ended up doing is your chocolate's going to melt, and the peanut butter chips are going to melt together. Yeah. And that's going to cause your graham crackers to get moist. They're already kind of moist from the, evap the uh, condensed milk. And as you press this down, you can just kind of feel across it and see it's a little low there. So let me work oh, a little high there. Just work a little more down this way. All right, looking pretty good there. Let me rinse my hands off. We'll slide this into a 350 degree oven and set our timer for 20 minutes. And then I'll get some water boiling for the jello. Ooh. Did we'll you come back and talk about that? Did you say we're, oh, are, you, are we making jello? We're making jello. Really? Jello with some pizzazz. Oh, pizzazz. All right, stick pizzazz around. Pizzazz jello. Uh-huh. Pizzazz. <laughs> A okay. good reason to Let stick around. Let set our timer here for two oh minutes. Let me get our water boiling, Cheryl, and then we will uh, take a little wine break. Wine sounds good. Although, I've got to say, with those brownies coming up, I'm sort of moving towards milk. I've got the cow out back. You will need a cow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make no qualms about it. All right. Get in there. I've got one pot that I like to use. It's a two and a half quart saucepan, but I like to use it because it is, uh, it's got poor lips, you know, poor spouts on it. So it definitely makes it nice for when we make jello. Mellow Jello. Okay, for Jello, a small box, it's just one cup of water that we need to heat to boiling. So that's what we're going to do right here.
Uh oh. I'm gonna stick this in with our brownies real fast. Find a little piece, a little bit more that needed. It was like, put me in, put me in. <laughs> you forgot me. Okay, we've got our burner on high. One cup of water. I'm going to add just a touch more. When I say a touch more, maybe a, a tablespoon of even that. Mm. Just because we're going to lose a little bit of water when it boils because of steam. Okay, we've got that on our burner on high. We're going to take a little break break here while our water comes to a boil. I'm going to roam around and mess with the people in the audience. <laughs> they love it when I do that. Sometimes I take a squirt bottle with me and just <laughs> beat people. Hey, how you doing? Squirt, squirt. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. Welcome back. Our brownies are baking. Oh, they've only got a few minutes left. Oh. <laughs> and I noticed there's no seats left in the back. You know where the back two rows are, Cheryl, in the audience? Mm -hmm. Everybody's scooted up. I don't think there's any knee room. <laughs> Everybody's getting closer. I like the guy that brought his own milk, too. That was pretty cool. He was, you he, will get a brownie. Yeah, yeah, he was prepared. He's like, I he heard. Brownies, yeah. I'm with you. I'm in, I'm in. I'm All right, let's talk about Jello with a little pizzazz. This is super simple. Uh, I've got a package, a small package of Jello, mm -hmm. strawberry, mm -hmm. but you can use raspberry or lemon or lime or cherry. And basically, what this is is when you make Jello, it's one cup of boiling water, mm -hmm. and then you add it to your Jello your dry, you know, your jello mix. And then you add another cup of cold water. water. Or water. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, when you make jello shots, instead of adding a cup of water, cold water, you add a cup of vodka or a cup of rum or whatever alcohol you want to put in your jello shot. What I'm doing now is just pouring the water that we boiled into our bowl. I've put the jello in there already. We're going to stir that up. Mmm, smells good. Stir this up. Always you can feel when it dissolves. It'll dissolve pretty quickly. Yeah. So usually by dissolving, it gets less and less grainy to the point where it's just all liquidy. As you're right. stirring, that's what you should feel. And that's what I'm doing. I'm using a... Um, just a regular spoon, and the back of it, I'm kind of work, you know, working around the edge of the bowl, just to feel if there's any areas. No, nope, we're all good there. Okay, so now here's how you add the little pizzazz. If I were doing lemon or lime, I might add Sprite. Hey, now for a diabetic, this is a great dessert too because you can do sugar-free Jello, and then add sugar-free. 7-Up or sugar-free Sprite, something like that. We're going to add club soda. 
Ooh. One cup of club soda. A little bubbly. You could add tonic water. Okay, it's a little fizzy, which is perfect. Pour that in. And then here comes the hard part. Yeah. Just chill. <laughs> Just put it in your fridge and let it chill. If you want to go for a quick set, you can put it in the freezer, and that'll help it set up a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. But I've, I've mixed this up and put this just in a regular um, bowl. I used a, a, a one-quart bowl, because with two cups, that's half a quart, so there's plenty of room. Once this sets up, what I'm going to do is set this bowl in warm water, so the bowl will kind of warm up, and it will cause the jello to release, and I'm going to flip it over onto a... Um, Onto a salad plate. Ooh, that would be nice. So sort of like a jello mold. Right, a little jello mold. But by using the tonic water or the soda, mm -hmm. it's gonna inst it's gonna make it a little bit um, a little pizzazzy. <laughs> I'm gonna it try a, that. A little tingle to it when you eat it. It's kind of cool. It's nice. That's... So check that out. Now, you know, I don't know if the kids will like it. It kind of depends. Some kids like different things. You know, some don't. Mm -hmm. Um, I like different things, so I will like it. <laughs> but it it just that that like yells summer. Yes, little, it does. A little it? refreshing, oh. something a little different. A little. Back when I used to work, mm -hmm. and you know, we'd go for lunch. Oh, I used to love that Jello sitting there, you know, in the little, in the little bowls all cut up in squares. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so nice, so nice. All right, let's check our time on our brownies here. Brownies have just about two minutes left. Let me see if I'm reading this timer right. Yeah, they're almost done. So when our brownies are done, y'all, we need to pull them out of the oven and set them on your on the, the your cooktop or on a wire rack to cool in the pan. And you need to let them cool for a, about an hour because when they come out, that chocolate's going to be like molten chocolate. Oh, yes. It will be very hot, and it will burn the heck out of you. So let them sit up. Uh, if you have the nylon knife, that's excellent for cutting these, especially if you're using a cake pan that has a, a protective coating or something on it. That nylon knife won't damage it. Otherwise, be careful when you cut them so you don't damage your pan. That's why, one reason why we're using this glass cake pan, because I can just use a regular knife. But when you get them out, cut them up into uh, into brownie pieces, bite you know into little squares. One tip for using to do for what, what I how I cut these to make them uniform is I take my cooling rack and lay it on top of the cake pan. Oh, we've talked and about this. And then I will count thing. over one, two, three spots, and I will use that that piece of wire, you know, the third the third slot over. I will use mm -hmm. that piece of wire on the wire cooling rack as my straight edge, and slice straight down. Then I'll count over three more spaces and do the same. Three more, you know, and do the same. Then I will turn that cooling rack perpendicular and do the same. Three spaces and make a cut. Three and make a cut. Or four and make a cut. Whatever. But it keeps it uniform and you keep a straight edge. So, you, you know, you don't get pieces all whacked up. Now, when I make something really good, I might make the pieces all crazy sizes. And then people might look at it twice and, oh, I'm not eating that. And like, ooh, good. More for me. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. We're going to take a short short. We'll be right back on the other side, pull our brownies out. We'll run over these recipes one more time, 
And uh, then it'll be IDEO's time. We'll be right back, cooking in the dark. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. We're back. Back in black. Hit the sack. <laughs> All right, man. We got our brownies out. They're cooling. The audience is getting impatient. We have our cow outside waiting to be milked because you will need milk with these brownies. They are very rich. Oh, and they're so good. You know, and another thing you can cut these, instead of cutting these in the brownie sizes, you can cut them into bar sizes. Ooh, that you know, would be nice. skinny and long. Yep. Just as good. Mm-mm-mm. Delicious. And by the way, we made them using the peanut butter chips and the chocolate chips. Like I said, the first time I made them that way, it was so cool because you would take a bite and you might get all chocolate. And then your next bite might be peanut butter and chocolate. Then your next bite might be just all peanut butter. So being blind, it's kind of cool because you don't know what's coming. <laughs> it's a surprise. But you know it's going to be yummy, yummy in your tummy. I tell you what. So to make the brownies, y'all, you need one 16-ounce box of graham crackers. And you want to crush those graham crackers. Now, if you get the crushed graham crackers, you know, the graham crackers are already crushed. Watch it because they're only 13 ounces. So you'll need to get two boxes of those. Or get a box of box and a box of box. You know, get a box of whole and a box of crushed, and then crush up some more and put it anyway. Do it however you want to do it. But I just find it easier to buy a 16-ounce box of regular graham crackers, crush them up, and you're good to go. You're going to need two cans of sweetened condensed milk. I believe they're, they're 14-ounce cans. They're a standard size. And then um, you'll need uh, two 6-ounce bags, basically two cups is what you want of chips. I ended up using about three cups all in all, and mm -hmm. I used um, a cup and a half of chocolate. I used two 10-ounce bags. I used a 10-ounce bag of chocolate chips, semi-sweet, that is, semi-sweet chocolate chips, and a 10-ounce bag of peanut butter chips. Mix all those up. Crush your graham crackers. Add your chips in. Mix that up, and then add your condensed milk, and then just start working it all together. And you'll see as this works together, it becomes one big old sticky rock. One sticky rock. Okay, 15 minutes until it's time to cut the brownies. Is everybody excited? Everybody heard the timer go off and they're like, oh, I heard everybody <laughs> scoot a little bit more forward. <laughs> Y'all just chill, relax. You're going to get some. <laughs> uh, I think you said that about something else a little while ago, and not everybody got everything. So. Oh, that was different. That was guacamole and homemade chips, man. Yeah. I'm serious about that. Oh, that's my that That's probably why they're inching forward. Uh, I know. I know. People <laughs> with season tickets, they know better. <laughs> so when your brownies come out, you want to bake them at 350 degrees for 20 two minutes do not go over do not burn them Woo, if you burn them it is a stinky mess okay now once they come out you need to let them cool for about an hour that's the hard part but you can do it i know it now let's talk about the jello the jello with pizzazz yes pretty much make the jello just like to package directions except you substitute for the cold water that you would add at the, the second step of the jello. Mm -hmm. You add tonic water or some carbonated soda, depending on the flavor of jello you're using. We did strawberry and used club soda. I've done this with lemon jello, I've done it with lime jello, 
and added 7-Up. Uh, I've added tonic water. And then, of course, at Halloween for Jello shots, I've added rum. <laughs> but that's a different type of pizzazz for Jello shots. <laughs> but you want to mix up, you want to get a cup of water boiling, add your Jello to that once the water's boiling. Stir that up until the Jello's dissolved, and then add um, one cup of, we added one cup of club soda and put it in a bowl and put it in the fridge to chill. It'll take about an hour and a half, two hours or so to chill. Once it chills, I'm going to submerse the bowl. You know, you don't want to submerse it all the way to water runs in the top, just the outside of the bowl, down to about an inch from the top of the bowl in warm water. That will cause the jello to kind of release from the sides of the bowl, and then we'll turn it out on a, uh, on a plate and serve it that simple. You can leave it in the bowl and just let people spoon in, but it's kind of cool to turn it out and then let them cut, cut slivers out like you would a, a cake or something. Oh, that would That's be nice. That's it, man. A little springtime sweetness from cooking in the dark to you. A little cool, little couple little ideas for sweet desserts for the kids, for yourself. So, I hope you all enjoy. We will be back next week cooking in the dark. She's Cheryl Cummings. I'm Dale Campbell. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Again.